0: Okay, so uh, continuing on with uh Mesh I, I, I hate skipping bachlal when it comes to Svarim and things. I hate skipping. But in the beginning, uh, we're going to have to skip a little bit. And I think from this point on, we won't have to anymore, because I think this point really is like sort of a, the beginning of, of, of him really, uh, you know, giving us real instructions about developing Kirvas Hashem, like we've been talking about, and, and the sense of dvekas and amuna as we'll see. So let's go to page Chav Beis. Let's we'll skip a page or two. So page Chav Bez. it's peace Chav Vav. Okay? So again, so what, 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 uh, what the Mechaber has established for us already is, again, that the Tachas the of life is Kir Hashem Teveikas, Kir litaiv. Hashem li That has to be the focal point. That's the unifying force behind all the mitzvahs that we do. That's the unifying force behind everything we can do. And, the, and, and to the extent that a person is connected to that, to that uh, objective of Kirvas Hashem, to that extent you're alive, to that extent you're living, to that extent that you're, you know, you're, you're uh, experiencing uh, Yiddishkeit really. So now he's going to take it to the next level. Okay, so so Chavav Ata. So now Ninasalavar b'milam Shutas. Now we have to try to explain with very simple words. Mahi Hamuhos Shel Tvekas Bavriyus What exactly does it mean? To become attached to Hashem. Like what exactly does it mean, Kirva Sashem? These are words that we're just so used to, you know. Mahi Aisa Kirva Sashem, what is that closeness to Hashem? Sholmir dovrahmelh shamar describes as Ani Kirva litayv, that this closeness to me is good. To me, that's the purpose of life. What exactly does that mean, closeness? So in order to answer that, Hasheila Rishina Shatsuli so the first, you know, if you break it down, sort of the first question you have to then tackle to really define. In a clear way, what does Shamin Hashem mean is Heikhanim mm-hmm. where is Hashem, right? And if you want to be close to him. So it means you first have to find out where he is, and then you go to him, right? That's what it means. Kishani Royos adam. if I want to be close to a person, let's say. So Rachel so it's I mean, it's obvious, but like the first thing you have to clarify is Heikhunim. So where is the person found? And then you could figure out a way how to get there, right? When I, when, I can, when I know certainly where the person is, I can go to the person, right? I could hang around by the person. To be close to him, but I first have to know where he is. Same thing. So if a person wants to come close to Hashem, so, so first and foremost, the person has to clarify Habari So where is Hashem found? On the next page If you don't know where Hashem is found Then, then you're just playing a game of statistics Like if you just ending up randomly in the same place You know what I'm saying? But you know, that's very hard to, to end up in the same place as Hashem If you don't know where He is And you're not consciously going to that place no guys, So where do you think Hashem is found? If this was like a random safer that you all learned already in yeshiva, tire in a Black gemara, that's where Hashem is found, right? Devarim berurim iszeh amru chazal. Chazal tell us in clear ways. Less asarponimine. There is nowhere that Hashem is not found. There is nowhere that Hashem is not found. Hashem is found everywhere. Hashem is found everywhere. Kalimer shuninsa Hashem is found everywhere. There is no specific place that you have to go to to find Hashem. So this this is going to make kivus Hashem relatively, uh, I say the word easy, but more open for everyone, but more complicated than because if there once if there was a specific spot you know that you have, that that's where Hashem is okay then it's simple you go there, but if Hashem is everywhere and there's still this need of getting close to him, so there's something else. There's, some, there's something missing, right? But that's the, that's the first thing is to establish and to believe that there is nowhere in particular that you have to go in order to find Hashem. Hashem is found everywhere, like we say in Davening. Hashem, you are, you are Hashem like you were before the creation. And you're the same way after creation. It's just like before creation. Just like before creation. Hashem was literally everywhere because that's all there was. So That's exactly how it is after creation. Hashem is everywhere. Even though now already there's, there's a world, there's creations in the world. But, you know, without the uh, heavy-duty philosophy coming, Whatever it means, Hashem is still everywhere. Hashem is still everywhere. Dover Min And there's nothing that can exist to hold Hashem back, to block Hashem from coming to a particular place. Hashem is everything. Hashem is called Hamakim, right? One of the names of Hashem is Hamakim, the place. That, that means that Hu Makamish laglam, the universe exists within Him. So everywhere you go, that's where you'll find Hashem. Imken Huver Lanu, so that it's clear to us, obviously, just without getting into too much, just quoting a couple of Chazals and a couple of Sulkim, Hashem is found everywhere. And one does not need, in order to come close to Hashem, I mean, he's, he's writing this, you know, refer, you know, he's in Eretz Yisrael, so he's like, you don't have to go to Hutzlartz to find the Hashem, like we would say, you don't have to go to Eretz Yisrael, you know. You don't have to leave your city. And even within the city, you don't have to travel anywhere. Right? The Hashem is very close with you. Which means that you can find Hashem everywhere, and you can be close to Hashem everywhere. <coughs> so okay. So that makes it. That sounds like it now makes it easier because you don't have to go anywhere. But but now but then obviously that avoda becomes a little bit more deeper. Because if Hashem is everywhere and we still have to find Him, so now what do I do? You know, if if it's something like I said, if it's a physical place to go to, that's right. That's kind of easy. You just buy a plane ticket. You know, you, you get in the car, whatever it is, and you get there. But now there's nowhere to go. The, the you know, the, the vehicle to get there must be within the person. You know, so that's a little bit harder to do. There's no ticket for that. So if we think about this. So, so, now there's a big question that you could ask, is, which is, So, when David says, I need kirvas, that like coming close to Hashem is so good. So what does it even mean to be close then? If Hashem is found everywhere, so that means Hashem is literally in the same spot you are. That's not even, even the word close doesn't, if we're talking about spatial, like to go to a place that Hashem is, if Hashem is everywhere, first of all, you don't need to go anywhere. And second of all, it's not, you wouldn't even use that, you wouldn't use the word close to describe that. Close means two separate things. And there's maybe some centimeters between you, you're close to it. Are you close to the, sp- to the spot that you're sitting on? You're close to it. That, that, that's the spot you're sitting on. So even, even the term Kirvas Hashem, it must be something different than spatial, something different than going to a particular place. Because even if you don't have to go anywhere and Hashem is, is in the spot that you're on, you wouldn't even describe that as being close to Hashem. It's the same spot. It's the same spot. So he says, in Hashem is not close to you. You're literally sitting in the same chair. I mean, it's not, it's not that's not a quarter, that's not a matter of close. Loshin kirva, the word closeness is Shaykh Sheni. That's something if in, 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 you know in, again using the term in terms of spatial things. That's something when, when something is, is next to you. So you say it, it's close to you. Ulem mamish but something that's literally found together with you. That's a very funny word to use. Is is karav. Again, what he's obviously where he's getting to is that the definition or the, the description of kirvas Hashem is not a spatial. It's not a spatial thing. Hashem is everywhere, and even where he is is literally, <laughs> literally where you stand. So these questions that we're asking, like where is Hashem? Where do I have to go? And what does it mean close if Hashem is in the same spot that I'm standing? Said it's coming from a human way of thinking, from a, a spatial way of thinking. Like, where is Hashem? Where do I go to find Him? Where is He? And then you come up with these questions of like, I thought He's everywhere, and the word karav doesn't really apply to something that's in my same spot. All these questions come because we're coming with a very, very childish and human way of thinking with us and Hashem. You think of him as a friend or you think of him as like a this, the glowing light or, or old man on a cloud, I, however you uh, envision these things, you know. So then you think of it as like a spatial thing, so I have to go to him. But it's all, it's, it's, it's all coming from, a, from a, a lack of sort of an understanding of what we're talking about. Ulam, just a little bit. So clearly though, Closeness to Hashem, we're not talking about a physical experience. We're not talking about a physical place that you have to go to, to travel to. It, 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 it's not like that at all. So when we clarify what Kiros Hashem means, then all these questions will go away. Where do I have to go? And if I don't have to go anywhere, then, then what does it mean to be close anyway? All these questions will go away when we can define what Kiras Hashem means. We're going to explain this but today's uh, you know homework what he's saying is is to at least allow these questions to sort of you, you mull over the questions in order to get you to a place where you stop thinking in terms of physical like where do I have to go and and what type of person do I have to be to stop thinking in terms of of the hitius of the outer Dimension of Yiddishkeit, of things that I have to do and places that I have to go to, to get to my tachlis, to get to Hashem. These, let these questions compel you to begin to appreciate Yiddishkeit in a more pneumistic way to the, to the point where it's not about what you're doing and about like where physically you are. To begin to translate these terminologies of Kirvis Hashem to be able to, to relearn Hebrew, you know what I'm saying, or to relearn Yiddishkeit in a way that's a little bit more pneumistic where to associate these words instead of thinking, dvekas means like like we last word like emotional, or dvekas means you know touching the kotel. To be able to, to use these questions as a way of forcing yourself to relearn these words, of relearning these these associations that we have with Hashem instead of thinking of it as like a physical way and a father that there's a father over there and the son has to come close to him. Those are good mashalm and so on, but they, doesn't, they don't really capture the essential relationship we have. So without even getting to the answers yet, the first avaydah is to appreciate the question and to realize what the question is forcing us to, to question, what, what it's forcing us to, to sort of uh, get out from, from, from our system, are these like immature, uh, you know, unsophisticated really ways of thinking about Hashem and thinking about our, ourselves vis-a-vis Hashem. So... It, it, it's an avodah because we always want to have the answers and like okay let's get to the point. But sometimes appreciating the question, especially these types of avodas, we're becoming trying to become more of an inner person. Sometimes the question itself is more than half the answer. You got to just part of the part of the is to get rid of the immature way of thinking to allow, to allow it to be replaced with a more mature way of thinking. Okay, start with that.